welcome to Monday Club. Nice, thank you. That was good. Well, a bit of energy this time. I mean, don't have to ask her to redo it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're getting there. Third time lucky. Do you know what I mean? So, um, we've just jumped on the podcast at uh, 8 o'clock on Monday, the 4th of January. So, we're back. This will go out next week. I could put it out tomorrow, but I probably won't. Um, yeah, this go out next week. And we've just entered into another lockdown. Amelia yeah. Just entered into right. another lockdown. But the reason this is interesting is because, again... Go to work if you can't work from home is the essential message. They're going to shut down everything other than going to work if you can't work from home. Do your best Boris impression. Go to work, do go to work. Go to school, do go to school. Go to the shops, do go to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> you wobble more than me, Sam. Go on. I've got, this, I've got, I've got the, the eight chins to go with it. <laughs> listen, he's, um, it's just nonsense again. You know, apparently, if you wear a hard hat and a high vis and a pair of boots, you are immune. So I don't know why they don't just roll that out across the country. Everyone gets a hard hat, high vis, and boots. Bam. Done. Job done. <laughs> Heard it here first. Anyway, Monday club. Enter. Brilliant. Right. Moving on. I know Nick's dying to say, "I got some more free stuff or a new unit." What? What's the? What's the? What's the <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, I did. Well, oh, I just got monetized on my channel. I know I'm the bollocks. Yes, yeah, so Sparks Flame. He's just hit four thousand subs, and I got monetized, and it's taken two and a half weeks. Way. Well, well done. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well Thanks. done. It pisses me off because mine's been up a week, and I've got hundred subs, and I'm like, and it's already monetized. What's it like? Yeah, but on? you're. I've got a massive. <laughs> I've got a massive already following so I've got a no no I'm not massive <laughs> <laughs> set myself up for that didn't I yeah no it's uh it's just I'm good so that big. I can start I'm so big. <laughs> I can't even I know I'm not even gonna respond anyway yeah no it's been good it's been good but let's talk about everyone's Christmas first because obviously it's been Christmas so first off Mark how's it been it's been good. I've uh, had a bit of time with the family, trying to keep on top of the Apprentice one-to-one stuff. No work as such until this last weekend gone. I was on call, so I did a few call-outs over that weekend. You had but yeah, just... three on one day, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, it's typical with a bad... We had a load of bad weather up here, so it was um same old story. Flooded PIRs and outdoor lights. You know, you get it a lot, don't you? From time to time as the bad weather starts, it's been really icy and um, windy, so a bit of that's going to sort out. Yeah, just generally relaxing like everyone else at home through Christmas. Too much food, too much drink, yeah. Definitely too much drink. Nice. Uh, too much beer <laughs> by a long shot. I shouldn't have uh, overindulged quite as much as I did, but there you go. Uh, no, I, uh, but I, I, I was drinking uh, IPA too much. I'm just obsessed with it now. No, I don't, I don't really like If I had, I had a Budweiser over Christmas um, and I was like, well, what is this? Why would I, why do I drink this? What's wrong? My mate... If you're old, you don't drink IPA, yeah? You drink Stella or Peroni. Get it right, yeah? Brilliant. Amy, how was your Christmas? <laughs> uh, it was quiet. Um, I hardly saw anyone, saw my mum, but, like, we, we can't really mix, and all my Same. family are all over the country, so... Um, yeah, it was very quiet. It was nice to have a 
some time off but now I feel like totally lost like because I don't really take time off I've been so busy for yeah. so long um I think I went back on the 28th for th- three days um and then yeah I've been off since and it's I'm a bit yeah you don't do yourself do you I don't know mm. and I've got like lazier and lazier my schedule is like my routine is totally out the window I've been going to bed at like three in the morning and it's because when I went back after Christmas, I did a, a day and a night because I was working on a shop that's closed. So I did like 19 or 20 hour shift. So I worked, I put a picture on my Instagram at like quarter past six in the morning and people thought I was starting early, but that was me going home from the night before. Jesus. So that messed up my sleep schedule because I, I, I went to bed for two hours, got up, but then was falling asleep through the day and I've been all over the shop and I haven't actually gone back today. I'm not going back until Wednesday um but I'm trying last couple of days I thought I'll try and get back in my routine go to bed early but it's not happening (laughs) it's terrible I'm dreading Wednesday I know I I had the same thing with it's the first time because I it sounds awful when I get into work in the routine I absolutely love it and you see flying and and stuff's progressing but then once I stop this is why I hate going on holiday as awful as it sounds because you almost reset and then you need to get yourself back into the whole swing of things again And I, oh, I, I hate it. I really do. I love the time off, I love the time with the kids, but I just I hate trying to reset yourself and get yourself back into the mind frame because it takes yeah. it takes me two, three weeks to start get going again. Yeah, it's difficult. Sam has that after a weekend. <laughs> Mate, I never get going. Uh, listen, <laughs> I had the greatest Christmas I've ever had. I didn't have to rush around visiting mother-in-laws and then parents and like all that nonsense. We had Christmas at home. It was lovely. I got to spend two weeks with my beautiful daughter, and my beautiful wife, and my lovely little dog, and we just had the best time ever. Um, it was so nice. It's a, literally the best, the best you could ever ask for is what I had this Christmas. Um, I was super chuffed with it. Um, the first week was blinding. Christmas was blinding, but then after Christmas, I was like, oh, I feel so rough. Well, just ate and drunk so much and now i'm visibly fatter um my hair needs cutting i look like i don't know if anyone knows who this person is but i look like a younger joey diaz right now look him up google him i might even put a picture up in post but yeah i look like a young joey diaz a big fat greasy geezer and yeah i was depressed for the last couple of days during um during the Christmas period, but you know, I'm back to work now. Got a little routine, got everything set up. So this hit. This oh, hit go to work. Go on your phone. Go to eat. <sighs> no, I've got phone calls to make. I can't make them here with a the kid in the background. So all right, you interrupted my routine. Then you interrupted my routine. Go to work. Go on the phone. Go to eat. Shit yourself. Then go on the phone some more. Then go home. <laughs> um, listen, I have sorted out my dietary requirements to avoid um, putting my farts on the outside of the circle of trust. Um, <laughs> it's okay every time. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good at the moment. Um, I found this soup. Right, it's three hundred and twenty calories. Um, it's it's you get it into um, Sainsbury's Jamaican jerk soup or something. My God, is it delicious? Again. It's almost like a a spicy stew. Man, that is me. That is me for lunch, and then just a normal dinner when I get in. Boom, I'm just going to ride that wave. Fair play. I found the same thing with the Aldi little noodle, like hoisin. Almost like a pot noodle, just put hot water in it, and it's like yep. hoisin duck. Oh. 
magic. And it is like you say, it's really low calories because today is day one of no cans of monster. This is what I'm saying, right? So day mine one. is no biscuits because like biscuits are death. Yeah. They're Packet and I'd eat with them a cup yeah. of tea. Yeah. Oh, and you get them boxes. Now we got um, a box of foxes. One, you know, foxes. Yeah. They make the nicest biscuits. I don't care what you say. Foxes creams and foxes Viennese, Viennese world. Viennese ones. Oh, the, and the biscuits are the little long trough ones with the chocolate in the middle. Oh my God. Jesus death. sent them to us. I know. Utter death. And then I got a pack of luxury chocolate biscuit selection. And I was like, well, that's, that's going to get it, isn't it? That's getting it. Do you know what I mean? So I smashed yeah. through that. And then, like, man, I'm just so glad. Like, I've sworn off chocolate, cakes, and biscuits for this month. Um, and I'm just going to stick to that. I think that is probably my downfall of Christmas is chocolate, biscuits, and um, cheese, I think. So I had a cheese board. Yeah, I had a cheese cranberry cheese thing. And Mother Ralph was like asleep on the sofa. I thought, oh, I'll get a cheese board out. I ate the fucking whole thing to myself. <laughs> do, you know what's, do you know what's the best thing, though? It's cheese and wine with anti-pasty as well. So you sort of like got all these lovely little really delicious things and you're necking a bit of red wine with it. <laughs> like that. So you were chucking the food in. I thought that's yeah. what that was. <laughs> yeah, and then before you know it, you're stuffed and you're pissed. And you're laying there like, this is so good. And then about an hour later, you're like, Hmm, there's a little bit left. Why More not? <laughs> Crack open another bottle. But yeah, it's ridiculous behaviour. I feel gluttonous and um, I feel like I might die soon of um, a heart attack. Magic. So if <laughs> Sam disappears next episode, you know what's happened. Um, yeah. Going on the whole theory thing of here, like, has anyone got any New Year's resolutions? Mine's just no. eating better and just trying to stop doing the crap. Mark? No, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, to be honest. Just just to try and carry on being as awesome as Sam. That's my goal for every year. <laughs> I, start, I want to just be like him come December. I'm working towards it. I reckon I can get there this year. Yeah. Excellent. Amy, what about you? Same as Nick, really. Just eating better. Going back to my um, you know, daily workouts and stuff. Because I just start I was doing so well last year, especially through lockdown. What was your daily uh, what workout? Are you laughing at? I said, I'm just interested in what your daily workout is. What do you want? Well, I used to see a PT and do all different stuff, but that all stopped because of like lockdown and stuff. Then we were doing like um, online um, dating classes and stuff. And, <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, nothing. I was just working. So, yeah, I'm trying to get back to that just so I feel better because I'm so unfit right now. Oh, it is mate. amazing how, like, on your feet all the time, it's amazing how much you actually lose weight. Like, physically doing Sam doesn't lose no. any weight because he doesn't do any work but like us lot on the tools like on your feet all day for 12 hours a day it's amazing how much you burn listen I've got a Fitbit for Christmas I asked for a Fitbit for Christmas because and it says you're unfit yeah. <laughs> and it says resting heart rate like 90 and I'm like, what <laughs> resting heart rate of 90 just walking, yeah, should... around, I, walking around I look at my wrist and I'm like it's 110 you what you should look at it when you're on the phone when your phone rings, watch your heart rate go up. <gasps> Just... oh, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm like, I need that as like a daily reminder of like, listen, bro, you fat. Stop looking at yourself and not thinking you're fat because your watch is telling you you're fat. Is it on the last hole on the strap? No, it's not, mate. I've got skinny wrists. See, oh, you have. 
I don't really have cake eating hands either. They're pretty normal-ish. They could, probably could do with a little bit of fatness off of them. But, um, you know, talking about hands, Amy, let's have a look at yours. I knew you were going to say. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with my other hands, look. They're just what? little and fat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what to say. I know they're awful, but, you know, kind of everything. In the previous life, Amy used to smash boulders. She was a minor. She's a hole digger. In the previous life, she's a hole digger. Um, Anyway. Thanks, guys. Electrical stuff, yeah. Go on, Mark. Electrical stuff. Wait, is this a hot topic? Mark's hot topic. This week's Hot Topic is brought to you by Signs and Labels Direct. Engrave signs in plastic or metal and cable marking delivered within 24 hours. Head over to sld-ltd.co.uk for all your signs and labels. Yeah, I thought it was relevant after a video I'd seen on on YouTube. It was from Artisan Electrics. I don't know if any of the rest of you have seen it, but he popped a a video up of some very tidy three-phase work he'd been doing and um some of the comments on his video were to do with cable tying um your your conductors inside a distribution board he was taking a few pelters for it and i commented on there because i thought it was a bit uncalled for uh, first and foremost because he's just showing his day in life work he's not um showing the full install we're not there seeing exactly what he's doing and what he might have done but regardless of all of that um, I just wondered what all of you thought about cable tying conductors in a distribution board or consumer unit. So I have a thing. Um, I think it's all right, actually, because one, if you do it, cable title, and then like leave it for a day, come back, cut the cable ties off, it all pretty much stays there anyway. So sometimes I use cable ties. Well, pretty much all the boards I'm doing at the moment I'll cable tie it up into a corner and stuff like that. And then I'll just cut it off at the end and it sort of stays there anyway. So, you know, to get the most pretty, pretty fuse boards, fuse boards, whatever, most pretty consumer unit, no matter what it is, using cable ties, I think is pretty essential. Yeah, I'd go off that. My, I don't, I mean, to be fair, mine are neat and I don't cable tie them, but there has been times where no, like we know the neutral fly leads because it's a different type. It's you know yeah, flex, yeah, it's yeah, multi-strand. Yeah. They, once they've been kinked in the packet because they're really cable tied or elastic band, you physically can't get that kink out. It's impossible. Um, so a few times I've cable tied stuff up and out of the way. But when I did three phase boards back in the day, we cable tied everything, bring it all down, separate it, bring it bunch it together. We didn't go and cut them off afterwards. I think the whole cable grouping factor is to a point relevant if you had a bunch as thicker than your wrists like i'd get that completely but most of that cable has been brought through the same trunking or conduit it's just dropped down in so if all you're doing is splitting it off and bringing it down the cable grouping factor will be the same as it is above so it makes no odds other than it's now got a, most of the time another layer of insulation stripped off so the cable grouping factor would be less as is so i don't really see the point in it but i have seen um thermal imaging on cable ties and where it's cable tied, it is hotter. So I think there's a legit thing there. But yeah, there, even there so, you just don't do it up as tight, do you? So a lot of people yeah. might make the mistake of pulling it tight there because it holds everything tighter and neater. But if you just didn't do it, 
didn't pull it uh, those last few clicks, I'm sure that wouldn't even be a factor then. Yeah, I do. I think it's people just argue for the sake of it because one person wants to sell or you shouldn't do it and that's it and they're jumping on the bandwagon. I don't really see a massive issue as long as there's not hundreds of cables. If it's just, you know, the the, the ones that say it's 24-way board, if it's just the 24-way neutral conductors coming up or the fly leads for the neutrals or whatever, I don't really see a massive no. issue. No, I don't. And you hit, you hit the nail on the head with what you what you said in this situation, Nick, because there was some trunking around um, Jordan's board and all of the existing cables were kind of running through that anyway. So any of the grouping factor calculations should have been done based on that because you have some horizontal trunking. What happens? Everything sits, sits on the top of everything in the bottom. So you should be doing those calculations anyway. And, and regardless of that, if you look at the, the grouping factors, all of the circuits have to be under simultaneous load for it to be applied correctly. So they all have to be drawing a significant load um, for the full grouping factor calculation to go in there. There's, I think it's in the design guide, but is there's there a couple a, of is different... Is there a time on that full load? Uh, no, but there, if, if you look in the design guide, there's two different calculations you can use that aren't the full grouping um, methods. And they're in the regulations as well. And, and also the other factor to all of that is that they need to be carrying more than 30% of the um, rating of the protective device as well for them. If they're not, you can discount them as well in that calculation. So there's a lot of circuits that won't be doing anything like that. So your lighting circuits, for example, and, and some of your socket Pull circuits as well. So, you know, by the time you've factored all of that in, it's very, very rarely gonna be an issue. And, and I think sometimes a lot of these people who make these comments have seen stuff somewhere else where they've, they've been given an example showing how grouping of cables in a consumer unit or distribution board is really not a good thing and then they've run away with that thinking that that applies to every install uh, and, and jordan jordan's just showed a snapshot of his work of like a really you know how hard that is nick doing yeah. a video of a full this is probably a week's worth of work he'd done into like a 20 minute video you can't show all your calculations and everything you've done it's just a day in a life thing and it had really annoyed me actually that people had taken the time to try and critique him because he'd stuck a few oh it was actually Corey. it wasn't even jordan and, stuck uh, a few cables shout out to something. Corey as well he's a absolute lad legend he is some of the pictures i've seen on his instagram the stuff he's done previous so he's like it very impressive yeah and he's, younger than, he's younger than me it's yeah, like 20, qualified electricians oh, why are people why are people assuming qualified electricians are out there doing crap work why not assume that they're doing it right and just uh you know i, I don't get that mindset but there you go just just my thought i i, I do think <clears throat> social media is a funny platform um is that the end of our hot topic mark before we move on to the next one. Oh, let me talk yeah, about Jordan. Um, go on. Yeah, sorry. Speaking on Jordan, obviously artist sign, if people don't know who he is. Sparks Magazine messaged me, oh Christ, a month and a half ago and said, we want to do a thing, send you some questions. They did to loads of Sparks, sent me 20 questions. And one of the questions was, um, what is popular that you dislike? <laughs> so I just called it back <laughs> saying, artist and electrics. <laughs> and um, obviously FYI, that comes up. Just so as you know, Nick, um, I was in Sparks magazine on the 20 questions before you, just so as you know. And I know, I know that's, that's absolutely fine. I did say let the lower people go first, so and then come <laughs> Let the peasants go before me. <laughs> <laughs> Bless them. But let's talk about social media for a minute. Hmm. Uh, the poison. Uh, no, 
see, I don't think it is. I think no, no, no. The the poisonous side. There is the benefits way out outweigh the the negatives in, in on Instagram for us guys anyway. Like Twitter's a funny place, um, and I I like you know sometimes I can put a post up and it sounds very dickish, probably because it is and I can be. So that's something I need to work on. Let's preface this whole conversation on the fact that Sam probably needs to work on his tact and you know maybe personality. But anyway, whoever it is, it's a funny thing, man. It's a funny thing. And I sort of picked out a few points on there and I got hammered. Rightly so, because maybe I picked them out in a dickish way. But I'd like to reiterate this fact. If you disagree with me on social media, because I commented on one of your posts, as I comment on, as you can comment on my posts, there is a reply button and I'm allowed to reply to your post because you put it in the public domain it's not a troll it's just me having a conversation with you and challenging you on your views i welcome being challenged i will host a podcast where you can come and challenge me on my points of view on any subject any time let me know but other than that i really enjoy social media <laughs> i think i think where it's got lost is i agree with most of the things you said because I've already said if we're in tier four, I don't see why my kids are going to school. I cannot understand why you would make a lot of people not go to school and send your kids. But I wouldn't bother on social media. I just I just keep it to myself. That, that's that. But that, that was the initial thing. What, why are you putting out social media? I think a lot of people are sort of virtue signaling around social media at the moment. And I think it's a really strange thing. It's like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm awesome. Or I'm doing this because I'm selflessly protecting those around me well you're not you know you're virtually signaling your decision and it's just a strange thing to me i am um, you know i've had to have the conversation with my missus this week about my daughter going to nursery does she go we're in tier four but do you know um we're talking about covid now i'm not doing it i'm no, just no. not doing it people don't want to talk about covid they don't listen to this to talk about covid i'm out Okay, I was going to say my my my, twi my Twitter. I had uh, if you remember, I mentioned a few weeks ago. Someone had, um, wound me up talking about uh, people trying to get YouTube famous and Instagram famous and stuff, and how they were that's sick of YouTube, you. YouTube facts. Yes, and me, and well, me. yeah, well, that's like the accusation, and it kind of wound me up, and I blocked this person, and then on Twitter they shared a screenshot of the fact that I'd blocked them, and anyway, the result of all that was I unblocked them, and we're friends again now. So you know, it can be. Peace can be restored. Yeah. Listen, I'm always open to a nice, healthy salad. No, I'm not. Uh, debate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always open to a healthy debate. Listen, but when you're doing a debate via messaging on social media, so much shit gets lost. Stop mm. it. Come on here and debate. Let's have a debate. Let's talk about things. I think it's healthy. I think it's what's needed in this sort of climate. And let's just, like... End of the day, social media is a positive thing. It enriches so many people's lives. It's what you make it. There's no such thing as a troll, in my opinion, because you've got a block button. You only yeah, but it, to allow yourself I, to be trolled. I agree with it with social media, but not. I wouldn't say it's just social media. I have this issue when people texting. 
text i hate even at my age i hate text text and words can be taken so out of context in so many different ways a phone call you know exactly that while they're speaking you can judge the way the conversations go and if someone's wanting to have a go be rc you can gather that from a conversation you can't from a text no. so the way you want to put something online could come across in a completely different way the way people in, interpret it so it's one of them you you can't put any emotion into words type in what it's it says a- yeah, it's very true. That's that's a really good point. I've been accused of like spamming my timelines across stuff to do with Apprentice One to One of late. There's been a few uh, hashtag movements of qual- no. yeah, <laughs> quality over over quantity. But my my point is that one of the posts on LinkedIn today, I had like 500 views on next to next to nothing, and there's three employers come through from that for apprentices just just today. And another post I did last week is getting on for like 70,000 views and loads of likes and shares and nothing. So it's all about reaching the right people. It's okay that if a viral post goes through all sorts of people that have nothing to do with the electrical industry, gets you nowhere with your objectives. So I do keep posting all of the time in the hope that my message pops up in front of someone's face at the right time. That's that's it. I I think, think, um, listen, it's social media. There's ups and downs of it. We've all had it. I've had people message my missus about me <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry, mate. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Anyway, they've like, and all, all kinds of silly things, but it is what it is. I enjoy it. It's fun. I like debating. I never get hurt by words like, I'm not a pussy. Um, and, you know, it's just life. But moving away from that, who has enjoyed going back to work? I love today and, and the weekend. I enjoy fault finding and call outs. So I was really um, quite chuffed you're going to do it. Stop Can you guys hear that on Mark's? Mark, yeah. I think, is what have you massive done to interference. Your phone, Mark, what are you uh, can, you, yeah. can you hear me now? No. No, I think it's your headphones. Uh, bollocks. Oh, what? Uh, once he's done a review on. What a fantastic review on. <laughs> That's almost as legendary as Rick's review on a lapel mic or a hard hat. Thanks. Can you hear me now? Yeah, oh. you can. It's good. Oh, but yeah, but we can hear you, but it's got like a bit of feedback or something in it. Yeah. What about that? No, I better, that. but it's quiet. That. <laughs> Amy. Yeah. Um, what have you got to add to this week's Monday Club? Well. I haven't really done a lot, so I have organised all my tools this week. That's why I've been doing with my spare time. So I thought, I've had my velocity bags for so long, and I've just had no time. You know when you need a proper good sort out, there's no point doing it half-assed. So I had everything out, cleaned all my tools, and loaded up my new bag. I got some new um, tea stack boxes as well, so I got rid of my old boxes and put all my new stuff in, and organised the back of the van. And then I went to buy some um, sheets of plywood today because I'm going to make uh, a shelf in the back of the van. Now, you're one of the first people in the country to rent a van from Royal Mail. How did that come about? <laughs> I get lost. I was say, where do you put your tools with the big bags of mail in them? Yeah. And th- that black and white cat. <sighs> you're not even funny. I love my van. You won't upset what's me. The, what's the cat called? Dickhead. Yes. yes, that's a dickhead. Yeah, Jess, that's it. Now, why did you find um, that so funny? 
Such a child. Idiot. I had a right strop last week as well. You Why? know, I've been working on um, my mum's kitchen. She didn't pay her. <laughs> oh, she paid. She wouldn't get any finished if she didn't pay me. Um, she, I put in a new circuit for one of these microwave warming drawer things. Yeah. And it was delayed coming. Anyway, I went over to um, connect it all up and the cable, I'd left a note for the kitchen fitters where I wanted my, the cables bringing through for like the oven and then that. And they brought them through in the opposite cupboards and then I couldn't get down the back to change it, right? And then when I finally did, I had to pull the cables up. Um, they'd, they'd cut the cable for the new circuit that I put in for this microwave warming drawer right near the wall, like right straight through the neutral and then just whacked a load of uh, blue tape around it and just left it hanging down the back of the thing. I was fuming, absolutely fuming. It was like right close up to the wall, like where it was coming out. I was so angry. It's just... So, that was Amy's, Amy's mood of the week. Is this a, a question? Plasterers, painters with trowels. You can get it. No it one got the, that, did you? No. Last week, a... last, the last time I said painters, labourers with a brush. So this is just going oh. on from that. Mocking oh, on the ah, trades. That was really fun. This was kitchen fitters, right? And do you know what else they did? I had yeah, it's kitchen fitters, Sam. Oh, I wasn't listening. Oh, yeah. Um, on the other side of the kitchen, I'd left two other cables that I wanted bringing through into a cupboard. So I left them a note because I was at work. And when I came back, because they were going to be... Um, oh, what were they going to be? They, I think they were both going to be spurs inside the cupboard. They bought one, I left them like right in the middle where I wanted them, bring him through. And they put, they bought one out, literally bottom right of the cupboard and top left of the cupboard, as far away as they could. So they drilled, they cut massive holes in the back of my mum's units and then left me like two inches of cable. Yeah, I have it all the time. Why? I don't understand why they do it. It's like you couldn't be any more stupid. You couldn't do it in a worse way. Like, why? I don't get it. And they must do this every day. They must bring yeah. cables through the back of cupboards every day. It's their job, the, part of the job. The problem is that's now, or if, if you've already done it, but that, for me, would then take another three hours to resolve and fix. Mm. What, time what does that mean? What would you do? Like, it's just... Wasted more time, like like if it had been drilled through well, properly, you wouldn't you charge them. For, like you wouldn't. Like... No, you, you can't. You can't. You end up just wasting time out your mm -hmm. day. This I had this on one of my previous videos. The house that YouTube went to with me, the mm -hmm. plasterer cut all my cables. Even though I left over a, a meter and a half of flex off the board below the worktop height to pull through to make off to push the slack back, easy peasy. They cut it off within six inches of the wall, which I then had to cut multi tool the plastic mattresses out to be able to pull the cables through. To then be able to join stuff onto them and then sit in the back. And luckily, the joint was actually in the patches because I put a deep uh, 47 mil one in. Smart. Um, and it was an absolute pain in the arm. Too, it was a 300 cupboard that led onto a corner unit, which normally I could have pulled the cable all the way out of the unit, fixed it, pushed it all the way back in, dropped the slack down, and I had to take the unit part to fucking climb in it. Mm, it's it's so such annoying. a nightmare. Yeah, that did my head in. That mm. was last week. Well, today I had a problem and the cables weren't in the back of the box. I had to take the box out, pull the cables down and then put the box back in. And then you shit yourself. 
<laughs> this time, actually. Marco, what are we ending on, bro? Can you actually hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Good. Oh, can I Good. can I ask Mark something? Yes, I spoke to Mark about um I asked Mark a question a few uh well, a little while ago. Um and I was talking to um a young lad that's doing his training at the minute about the same thing. So I was wondering if you could explain it properly, how you explained it to me, about um when you've got two RCDs. You know, remember when I asked you about and putting that oh, RCD yes. socket when there's already an RCD in the board? Yes, I, that's selectivity between RCDs. So you you still need to try and achieve that on your installation. So if you have two 30 mil, milliamp RCDs um, on the same circuit, so in your scenario, it was with a, a socket outlet, wasn't it, with RCD built in? Yeah. And then an RCD main switch as well. Um, yeah. You can, you can get issues where one would trip in place of the other, causing user con uh, confusion. And equally, if you press the test button on one or the other as well, you can cause a problem. So you should always try and yeah, you should always try and ensure that you've got um, selectivity between RCDs. So the same way you would with with your MCBs or your fuses um, on on your installs. So with your particular one, just use a normal socket front. You already had that RCD protection in place anyway, so it yeah. wasn't needed. And again, if you if you're on a installation, you might have to use a time delayed installer uh, RCD at the distribution board or consumer unit, and then a, a 30 milliamp RCD at a sub board in an install so always have that difference between them just selectivity okay thanks ask mark anything he will know no not, not necessarily well mark tell me this are you growing that side of your beard to contour your face because i might <laughs> need that because i've got just i've just got a neck that goes into my chin but you, when you do that sam do that again it looks like my thumb <laughs> It's just a neck and a head. I don't have a chin. We're on a jawline, Sam. There you go. Right. Big northern head. Well done. Brilliant. Right. Listen, this was a short one today. Um, anything else to add? No, we'll see you all next week when we've all put three more stone in because the lockdown. Rocking. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Lockdown. Oh, that's, that's killing me. Mind you, it might be that we've got no work, which will be blessed. There's one no. thing I did want to mention, actually. We've got a, a rewire that's supposed to start tomorrow, and it's in an elderly customer's house. And it's uh, one of them has dementia. The other one works in a hospital. So the daughter works in a hospital. What's um, what's everyone's thoughts on that one? Should we be doing it or not? They've said that they're happy for us to do it, regardless of what Boris said tonight. That was their last parting words when I was asking them. Well, yeah, I you think can't... it comes down to you. Yeah, if you can't work from home, you can still go. As long as you're wearing the appropriate PPE, which you do anyway, then it' not an issue. That's Relax it. with the appropriate PPE, though. Relax, yeah? Well, I, every job I go to now, Adam and I walk around with a mask on. Every Relax job. Relax with the mask, though. Relax with the mask. I'll tell you why. Because if you're working in asbestos environment, you have to have, like, a properly face-fitted mask, yeah? Mm. If you're working, uh, I don't know, with silica, you have to have a properly face-fitted mask. Now, those particles ain't as small as virus particles. Really, you should have a face-fitted mask if you're working in someone's house. That's my interpretation of the rules. That's my interpretation of health and safety at work. But I don't really know. I'm not a scientist, but that makes common sense to me. Yeah, I get that. 
part of my thinking that it might be within the rules to go and do it, but say that one of them does end up catching coronavirus or, or COVID-19, whatever it's called, and it um, potentially has come from, from one of us, how does that end up leaving your feel if they then lose their life, regardless no. of if you work within the rules or not? It's a really difficult one, and I think a lot of tradespeople that are in that position of needing to go and earn the money and want to keep working, but equally aren't really sure if what they're doing is ultimately going to make somebody ill or not. That's a big concern. The other big concern is for people who are working on sites, is bringing it like I'm working on yeah. site tomorrow with, I think there's about, I think there's another, there's another crew in tomorrow for the, the, the dry liners um, and there's a, a fire alarm crew in tomorrow. So we're going to have about 40 people on site tomorrow. It's not a big site. Um, and at lunchtime, everyone's for some reason decided to take lunch together. So, you know, the canteen's out of bounds got to walk through a canteen that's got like 40 people in there that's just to get on site so i think i think for me um the whole thing is slightly irresponsible um i, I don't think companies that preach this health and safety um this health and safety sort of mantra i don't think they're following this to the letter i don't think they're doing enough um i know the company i'm working for they do a lot, but they're kind of stuck by what they can do in accordance with the the builders that we're working with. So it's, it's a funny old thing. There's a lot of unanswered questions. It's a very ambiguous set of rules. Um, pe- like I know there's people out there say it's very clear. If you can go work, go work. But at what risk to you? What risk to transmitting it to your family? You might have, you might you might live with uh, vulnerable people, um, elderly people. Um, you. you <laughs> There's just so many factors. And I think if you're going to do a lockdown, I think it's time that we just bit the bullet and just said, listen, unless you are essential, essential, i.e. police, uh, nursing staff, um, super supermarket workers, and let's put them at, let's really look after them rather than doing what we're doing. This is just all, I, I, I find it all a nonsense. And, you know, here we are talking about COVID again, but it's 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 big news, isn't it? It's big news. We're it's, in the third national. It affects lockdown. everyone's lives. That's it, it does. It just does. I think the only but godsend I've got is because <clears throat> the laws changes as of April that all these EICRs need doing and take into effect. I have literally hundreds of empty houses to do EICRs in, which will keep me going nicely. Lovely. But a lot of electricians don't. But unfortunately, that then affects YouTube because no one wants me to see me do any videos on EICRs again. So. It's, I, I won't be able to record much. It's going to be like the very first lockdown again where you've got to go do what you can do, really. But now I've got a unit, so it's fine. <laughs> Big old Back cave. Yes. <laughs> Amy, what are your concerns around it? Are you going to be working? Are you going to be, you know, what are you going to be doing about this old loco downo? I'm going to carry on, just carry on as normal. That's what I did before, just... It wet going into people's houses. I mean, if they don't want you in the house, they cancel. As simple as that. I'm happy to go into people's houses. I need to work, so I suppose I'm, I'm willing to take the risk. But I wear a mask, I wear gloves, I have hand sanitizer. I feel like I do what I can. Most and you people, do most live customers. alone as well, don't you? For the most Sorry? part, you do live alone yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, a risk to anyone. So. Like, I've kept away from all my family. I mean, I used to see, like, my gran every Saturday. I've not seen her since March. 
because she's not been well I know that I'm working and I'm I'm not willing to you know risk making her ill that's that's just what I have to do but I'm, I'm just gonna if I can carry out and I'll just I'll just carry on I feel like the I feel like the moral of the story is responsibility self-responsibility everybody's different aren't they everybody has to make their own choice everybody's circumstances and like home situations different and you know I haven't got kids to think about and so yeah I'll just carry on if I can (laughs) mailing them letters (laughs) people need their post right people need their Amazon packages Why don't you do that instead? Why don't you just go and like sign up to Amazon delivery and do that instead? And then get a cat called Jess. <laughs> is it illegal to impersonate a postman? I think it is. That's the yeah, with, 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 no, well, yeah, that as well. But yeah, you can't <laughs> do it with uh, Her Majesty's symbol on the side of your van. No. Okay, I'm not going to do it anyway. So like, oh. I'm not a postwoman. <laughs> that was never a Royal Mail van. It's just a van that happens to be red. And it's ever so shiny at the minute because I snow foamed it while I was off and Ooh. polished it. I spent like four hours cleaning it and it looks absolutely beautiful. It looks like what it is, a van from 1992. Listen, oh. right, that that's my everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> She's triggered <laughs> in a G-Ridge fan. <laughs> oh. Oh, to be nice. I like the fan. It's nice. Matches it's a piss taker. Can't all afford nice fans like you. I that's got all, a that's, that's my everything, that is. Well, my old van was as well. Like, I was my pride and joy, genuinely. Yes. Yeah, Even though I look, you compare it. Well, it's no, actually still mine. Off, I'm not, I'm not sold like it yet. Anymore. Technically still mine. I'm just lending it to a friend, actually. Oh, you are. Because I can. <laughs> 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 anyway, go on, Sam. Um, right, that's it, isn't it? Right, well, thank you. And uh, Nick's got another hat, whatever. Right, listen, I'm ending this podcast. It's a car crash. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Go on, Sam. <laughs> Leave that in 2020. Yeah, please. I hate you lot.